Welcome to the Calling It Put podcast. I'm Brent Gugis with my co-host Jimmy Francis. What's good? Today we're gonna talk about uh, about the day <laughs> and uh, <laughs> go over a couple of things that we uh, want to um, point out. And we know a lot of people out there don't have a lot of money to invest in the stock market, like a hundred to a thousand dollars, even five thousand dollars, crazy numbers like that. But you do probably have fifty bucks. We got a couple of potential stocks that could double or triple your money within the next two to three, maybe five years. There's a couple of longs that we are currently in or have played or waiting on a pullback so we can get back in them. And uh, that'll be pretty much the topic of today's show. Definitely, definitely, definitely. Oh, and we got to touch on some Dogecoin too, bro. You know I got to touch on some Doge. Oh, touch on some crypto for you, crypto. Yeah. Here. Uh, yeah, yeah, man. So pretty much uh today I started off pretty hot. I started off pretty hot. Uh I broke my Tesla virginity today. Um I actually won that battle. So yeah. shout out to me. But yeah. then I got into uh was it cloud cloud uh cloud cloud, cloud. flex cloud fire something stupid it's called net. I know it's the, the, the oh, net. Net. Yeah, yeah. net so yeah um got into that and I should have took the gains. When I had them, I think I was up like $12 on it and I had yeah. bought three contracts. I was like, man, it's not even, it was like, I don't want to, I don't want to hop out right now, but I should have. Cause I ended up getting stopped out, bro. Yeah, bro. <laughs> you know, yeah, so man, you be watching them numbers fly, man. They fly fast. Man. It's the, yeah. that's the risky thing about these options, man. Those numbers fly. They, they move within seconds. You could have $200. You could be up 200 and, down 200 then like mm-hmm. matter, like right and then you got time of the day right and you got to be careful because like the contract i got in with net that expired tomorrow so mm-hmm. the closer we get into the end of the day i'm just getting yeah. hit with that that volume bro yeah. i mean that ivy crush is tacking away at your profits or potential profits or potential profits yeah so i learned I'm a valuable gonna, lesson I'm today yeah, profits is profits. Uh, yeah, if you profits, if you sitting in a play for too long, you feel like you sitting in it too long, and you in the green, are. take your money and get out because you probably. I are. can tell you this: if you feel like you gotta take a snapshot of your money, it's time for you to sell it. Yep. If you want to post it and stunt with it, it's time for you to sell it. I don't time for you to sell it. You thinking about? Oh damn, that's a nice amount. Just take that and run. Mm-hmm. It won't last long. Yep. Most of the time it don't unless you got a got a hot one. Yeah, unless you got a hot one, boy. Whew. How was your day, Brent? It was I held my L too, hoping, hoping for the best. I was trying to recoup some of what I lost, but I don't know. Fintech just getting hit right now. Oh, my God. I have no idea why. Because even the banks agree that like fintech is the future. I don't mm-hmm. The and the stock I'm in even got a um, higher price target by JP Morgan from uh, I think it was three no two ninety to three hundred. Wow! So a ten dollar increase should have uh, brought buyers, but I think they shorten the stock a lot. They're trying to get it at a better price before it shoots up. Man, you know, I think like spy is scaring a lot of people because spy keep going up, but tech keep dropping or trading sideways. Yeah, it's weird. Yeah, I had a new all time high school. Mm-hmm. Didn't it hit four fifteen today? I think so. Yeah. 
God, yeah. dog, I used man. to have it pulled up, like the future, the mini, the ES mini. Mm-hmm. I watch that one to see in the morning. If it's green, I usually usually get excited. But it was green this morning. So <laughs> I, you know, premature with the excitement. But so like like you say, when the spy and stuff is up, it seems like tech is taking a blow. It's 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 weird times right now in the stock yeah, market, it's bro. Weird. It's weird. Like if you're making money right now, you're doing your thing. Mm-hmm. Because it's you like you really focused because it's it's hard to find you some good good plays to make you know night a nice profit. And like we say, profit is profit, but you like to make a nice profit on your on your plays on your options that you take. Yeah, I'm trying to get myself to a point where I'm looking at my profit in a per hour, not a per day thing. Because when I'm when I'm looking at a per day, I'm like, man, I'm trying to get, you know, three, four hundred dollars on each option that I'm hopping into or whatever. But if you yeah, break it yeah. down into the per hour, you would be fine with taking the fifty dollars in profit that you just got in 10 minutes ago. Yeah, bro, because I mean, most people out there don't make fifty dollars an hour. No, not at all. Not at all. You just gotta think about them small gains on a on a compound basis. Mm-hmm. You make fifty dollars an hour. Say you made three plays and you get a hundred from each. Most people, some people don't make three hundred dollars a day. Exactly. Yeah, add up. It's just that you gotta get your mind right with it. Oh, you gotta be willing to put put out a lot of money to get a bunch of contracts yeah, and watch it build. Like I said on what first first episode, man, a lot of people making a lot of money, but they leveraging a lot too. Mm-hmm. Six thousand, they gonna make six. They might double their money, but they paid six thousand for it. They could have potentially lost a thousand or two grand out of it. Yep. Easy. God, so dog. That, that's that come with confidence, and we still searching for that ultimate confidence. You know, searching for the ultimate confidence. And a good strategy, bro. Yeah, yeah I, know. I got a strategy. I like you. Just you, <laughs> tomorrow game day. Yeah, you. Yeah, you be trying, You be switching it up. Got found. I found one that I like, and that's the one I'm sticking with. So I, I watched that video you told me about. I watched it. I, I actually like it. Volume price analysis. I yep. read a book by this lady. I used that that uh strategy on um. I went back and I looked at net with that yeah. strategy and if yeah. like where I got in was perfect and where I should have taken profit one was when I was up like 12 15 dollars mm-hmm. and then you could see it drop off like the volume and stuff so I was like yeah, damn I, I should have yeah, been using no, this that's thing. that's like to me that's the best indicator real time indicator to, that's telling you what the numbers doing that VWAP mhm which you if you're looking at like level 2 and on T on on thick or swim if you're looking at nah. level two. Now I finally know what you be talking about when you say uh, the death cross and then the golden cross or whatever. Oh, so now I know what you're talking that, about. Yeah, that five, that five cross, cross that that twenty or that fifty. You mm-hmm. done. You cooked. You might as well just let it ride. Just count your loss. You didn't lost. Oh, like, bro. Especially if you in like a, are you in an option and you got and you got the you got a fifty. Uh, Moving average up there in a two hundred, but don't let the five cross the two hundred. <laughs> you you was just watching your money leave your hands. You, you like you go. light it on there. fire. It's a cross, it's literally a cross. Like the five is here. You know, it's it's in a numerical order: five, ten, fifteen. You know, mm-hmm. based on the numbers, because it's averaging the numbers as five day, ten day. 
and that five crossed that twenty. Cut it, cut it. It's a wrap. Let it go. Just cut your loss there. It's not coming back up. No time soon. Twenty days. That was twenty days. That's twenty day average. Don't, don't do it. Like I said, if it hit fifty or two hundred, then you might as well just start to look at the stock itself and be like, all right, I might be able to flip the stock, buy the stock while it's cheap. Yep. Potentially, it go up to where it was. Like that's the best bet on that. A lot of people do that. That's man. A lot of people make money like that too. Yeah, you can you can flip those stocks. That then fell past the two hundred and in the fifty. Mm-hmm. You'll buy it right there and wait till it come up past the ten or the twenty and then ride that sucker back up. Yeah, that's a tr- that's almost like swinging options. Yeah, that's a hell of a strategy. Like, mm-hmm. but you know, you know, people want like a a bulk of money. Let's be very totally honest. Like, people don't want to buy a a, a two dollar stock that was once seven dollars. In in three months, they're gonna recruit five dollars. Like, nah, they ain't they ain't messing with they just, it. They just don't care. No. Like, why would you? It's five bucks. Yeah, I probably it, love five dollars somewhere. It don't make sense. That don't make sense. Yeah. But if you could buy fifty, <laughs> yep, uh, at two dollars, fifty shares at two dollars. That's a nice little chunk of change. You ain't do nothing. All you do is pay pay um a couple dollars for it. Or they was sick. Like. I think investing is just easy because you're not doing anything like as far as for that. You got to do your own research, which a lot of people don't want to do. That's why they invest in index funds. They don't mm-hmm. Look at all them companies in the index funds. They just want to invest in all the companies within the index funds. I like the index funds. You you got a couple? You in a couple? I like ARK. ARK, yeah. That's, that's the only one. I mean, I want to get some QQQ and probably VU. I haven't even been messing with VU. Yeah, looked at it. I should look at it. I like, I like it. Got a lot of um, good stocks in there. But, um, gotcha, gotcha. So I know you said you had some uh, a group of stocks. Like, is it uh the best best couple stocks to buy under fifty dollars right now? Yeah, right now. Yeah, yeah. Just just a few. I just talk about. One, um, I'm just just throwing information out there on the unit. Uh, do you think? Do you think? You know, it's it's uh, on Benzinga if you want to read more about uh one of these stocks. The other one, I'm just currently in. Like, I just you know I want to keep it transparent, let people know I'm I'm dealing with some of these stocks. I'm not just talking about them. And uh, is uh Charge Point. I like and, Charge uh, Point. Yeah, if you don't know what Charge Point is, it's uh. It's the nation's largest EV go company, charging company, charge stations, charge stations for EV vehicles. Obviously, we all know that is the next wave of, we are living in the the age of the, this is the turn, like our country is taking a turn from oil and gas to electric. And this is kind of like being on the front end of it. If you could get in on some of these stocks, such as ChargePoint, and uh, Blink and things like that. Currently under thirty dollars. I think Charge Point index is at twenty, twenty one dollars or something like that. That's that's cheap. Mm-hmm. It's high. It's high this year was forty nine, forty eight. So we just gonna say fifty bucks. So you can see the potential there, just in that small, just in that small time frame. And 
they're cornering this market in the U.S. and Europe at 73%. Damn. So they pretty much competing with themselves at, at this at this point. Like Blink, to, to put it in perspective, Blink is 8% of the market share and they're 73. That's their next closest competitor. So to put that in perspective of how much um, they've pretty much cornered that EV go station market, it's a good play to me. I just wanted to pull back below 20 bucks. <laughs> but that's just me. <laughs> then another one I'm in uh, currently is uh, Jumia. I have 10 shares of Jumia at about, I'm going to say, Twenty something dollars a share. Twenty, I think twenty six. If I remember, right. but uh, that's currently under fifty dollars. That ran up to about sixty nine dollars. If you don't know what Jumia technology is, it's Africa's, um, Africa's Amazon. Every country mm-hmm. has one. Like even uh, so Asia, so South, I think that's That's S E. That's in. They call Australia or something. Then they have the one Meli that's in, I think, Japan, I think. But I know this one, Jumia, is the next one. It's just that Africa is a huge continent. Like, Africa is huge. Yeah. It's bigger than all the rest of these places. So this company is going to be a slow growth to me. It's going, I think, I think in the next, I'm going to say two, three years, this company will be 250 and up. Because in Africa, the, the the wealth disparity is very different in different areas of Africa. You know what I mean? So right, because because there's so many different countries on that one. You yeah, know right I mean? on that one continent. It's just yeah it's, that they it's a little more time that they have to take to get get around to the entire. But they they're going to be the next to me. They're going to be the next big big um, e-commerce um, play on the market. Just gotta be patient. A lot of it is patient. Cause I'm like pretty that. sure the people who got Melly back when it was it just, I think it was a year ago, it was five hundred dollars. And now it's sixteen hundred. So Jesus. Yeah, that's five hundred. Like think about it, five hundred dollars. People didn't have five hundred dollars to invest. Some people did, you know. But maybe I'm gonna say maybe 10 years ago it was under a hundred. Like that's that's kind of like when you long-term investing, you gotta you gotta be able to try to see the future. And believe in whatever you put in your money. You gotta believe, like, yeah, this is gonna happen. Like, I, like I feel it. You know, you gotta really believe in what you dropping your money on. That's the mindset to have. That's almost like the mindset you gotta have when you getting in leaps. Like, mm-hmm. I'm just gonna sit on it. Oh yeah, yeah. Like I, I'm in three leaps right now. Apple leap, and I have an Apple phone, but I know Apple big time. Mm-hmm. I don't have an Apple computer. My wife got a laptop. And I got an iPad. You know, everybody got an Apple product. Like, I don't think I ever met anyone that doesn't have an Apple product. There's no, I mean, I haven't, I haven't either. I mean, I, I don't mean, talk. I'm sure they're out there because they yeah. got Android here. You know, they got people that love Samsung products. But I used to be one of them. <laughs> they got some people who like, like the Android, but they got an Apple. They got a Mac. You know, yeah, that don't make Mac sense. Laptop. Or they got an iPad. Just because the unit user interface is so easy. Mm-hmm. So yeah, I, um 
that's the two plays I'm in and a couple I'm looking at, not in. Uh, a lot of people are in the cannabis. I never know which which way cannabis is going to go. Like, I've watched a couple of them. Yeah. And it's kind of confusing to gauge, like, what's going to be the cannabis. Like, you don't know which one is going to be the cannabis that everybody's going to flock to or be the best one or however it goes. So you could just invest in the ETF, which is, like, 20 right now. Wait, what's the name of this cannabis ETF? YOLO. YOLO. Wow, what a what a yes. freaking ticker. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> Advisor shares pure cannabis ETF. That's that's the name of it. But it's ticker right. number YOLO. That's they have just about every cannabis stock in that ETF. Like so if you just want to know which what the cannabis stocks are, you just go to the ETF on uh, etfdatabase.com. Mm-hmm. You know, look at certain ETFs you're interested in. You just go there, type in an ETF, and look at, it'll show you like the top 20 or, or bottom 20, top 20, whatever one you choose, how, like, how the ETF is stacked based on percentages and, and things like that. It help you out, you know, just to gauge what you're looking at, you know, what companies that you would like to put your money in, or you might just want to do the whole the whole YOLO. You might just want to YOLO, YOLO. YOLO. Oh, no, no. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, cannabis is going to be a big thing. It is. It's going to be a slow ground. I got to get through so much legislation. I have my own thoughts about like how it's happening, but that's just me. That's just you. You're not going to go there. So, all right, so all right, let's elaborate on that. So, why do you think it's taking cannabis so long to actually uh, get a foothold? Um. Um, in the beginning, before before like Denton, like before Colorado and stuff, I thought it was on based on just purely tax, mm-hmm. tax. They couldn't figure out like me and you grow. I could have weed in this house right now. I could like you. We could be growing weed right now. They'd never know. Correct. They, they, they like if I just if I didn't want to sell it or nothing, I just want to smoke it. You know what I mean? Right. Just for you. Just for me. They'd never know. How they gonna tax it? They can't tax it. So once they figured out how to put a tax on it, and then they try to lie to talk about they care about people's health and all this BS. That's some BS. Yeah, there's been a bunch of BS about, you know, I ain't never heard nobody dying from smoking weed. But anyway, we like I said, I ain't gonna get into it. But yeah, not now they're figuring out how to tax it. Now it's all good. As long as the government gonna get they cut or whatever they you're selling. That's why anything is legal. I mean illegal. Because they can't, they can't get a cut. They need their cut, and once they get their cut, you do whatever you want. Like that, I mean, period. They got people who study weed. Like weed is like a a whole nother industry, like of its own. But if I'm not mistaken, the University of Michigan actually uh has a an engineering program just for medical marijuana. I believe. And they I gave mean, out like the first scholarship for, you know, the study yeah, of medical marijuana. Probably so. somebody who's smart and smoked a lot of weed. That's that's wild, bro. I never it's thought crazy. I'd see something like that. Yeah, I mean, me neither. I never thought I'd see video games being at a college. Yeah. Yep. Go to college to play video games. Mm-hmm. Esports league now in college, bro. If I was told my pops, pops, going to college to play video games for the rest of my life. Bro, my parents would have slapped the shit out of me. Like, son, you're a dumbass. 
(laughs) (laughs) Son, you're a dumbass. You could do that for free. Right. Really can't. I mean, you can't. I don't understand. Like, what? What's the benefit? Maybe more exposure. You, you know, you probably, you probably got connections to people that you have. It's a sport. But it's like, I could get, I could get good at a game on my own. Why I gotta go to university? Play something enough, you'll definitely get good at it. Yeah. Now you know what else is stupid? They gonna charge you for something you could learn on your own, like they do with anything else. But now, guess what? When you go hey, to that's college, a, hey, hey, that's another segment about college. Yeah, that's another segment about college. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's another subject, segment about college. You know? Yep. And then but, the killer part is they're gonna make you take electives that ain't got nothing to do with with, with gaming. Nah. Man. Then it turns into a money grab, bro. That's so, that bull, bro. <laughs> this is two, yeah. And this is two people who went to college. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. So like, yeah, I ain't just, I ain't just downplaying it, but yeah, mm-hmm. that's how they do. Damn. That's tough, man. What so, you got on your list, man? What you got on your, your so for me, I kind of pull some, yeah, I kind of pull some stuff up. So I'm gonna be looking at my laptop kind of while I'm talking. But uh at the top of my list, I talk about this stock a lot, uh Palantir Technologies. Um, I really like this stock. It's going through a little whirlwind right now. Um yes, it is. I think the highest on this was uh uh $38. 38 almost $40 at one point in the last well as February of this year. As a matter of fact, it was $38. Um, it's sitting at $23.15 today. Mm, Palantir is just one of those stocks that you gotta take your time with it. You're gonna have to sit on it. Um, but it is a stock that could potentially double before the end of the year. It has the capacity to uh they are uh, they specialize in big data as far as cybersecurity, um, just making making the workspace greener through technology and also making it more efficient. So saving companies money. Uh, also my next stock would be plug power. I love plug uh, plugs, another good company. Um, they engage in the development of hydrogen fuel cell systems. If y'all know anything, the government is really big on blue hydrogen right now, giving out those tax breaks and also those big loans. Um, so definitely plug power is one of those to keep your eye on. They got a really big, big outlook for the rest of the year, for sure. Uh, this stock is sitting at $26. And in the last six months, again, in January, this one had went up to 64 or $73. And it's, already, it's down to 26 So it's definitely in a buy zone. Uh, everything dropped off in January and February. So just so y'all know, it's not like yeah. these stocks are just falling out of thin air. And then my last stock is future fintech we talk about fintech a lot uh the ticker for this one is ftft this one's sitting at three dollars and 81 cents right now so you can load up on this if you don't have much um this one's definitely it has a price target of like 14 dollars by the end of the year so at three dollars and 81 cent you can load up on this uh again future fintech specializes in um quote-unquote futuristic um strengthen of security in the banking industry and providing faster transactions, which a lot of rich people want. Cause now if you, if you got to send a hundred thousand dollars or wire some money, it's going to take about a week if you need to send it out of the country or something. So yeah. So that's the big thing. Yeah, bro. It's going to take a minute, bro. So like, think about it. If you try to wire money into your brokerage account, it takes a week for those funds to settle. That's the entire point of having companies like Future Fintech and even cryptocurrencies because transactions 
can, transactions can occur within a matter of minutes. Speed, bro. So yeah. definitely check out Future Fintech. Like I say, got a price target of $14 by the end of the year. So it's 381. Do it what you will. I'm not telling you to go buy it, but I'm just saying I'm in it. Do your research. Just saying it's 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 not too expensive to get in now if you if you're looking for companies to invest in. Correct. Do your own research. You just making some suggestions and tickets that you may not run across. I do have an honorable mention. BNGO. This one's six dollars and eleven cents. Yeah, I'm in that too. I like that one. Yeah, I got uh, twenty shares. That's a pharmaceutical company. If you, yep, if the you high on that was seventeen dollars, fifteen, fifteen. If you playing pharmaceuticals, you are holding. You are in yeah. You, you are holding a bag with the pharmaceutical companies. Yeah, you might be holding five, ten years. That's type hold we talking about. <laughs> not, a, not a year or nothing like that. There's so much that go into pharmacy. Like it ain't a quick flip. It's a long hold, but it could pay off. Mm-hmm. See, I, I got a strategy with future fintech. So I'm loading up, trying to get to hundred shares. I don't want. I don't like to buy a whole bunch of shares at one time if I know I'm trying to get to a target stock uh quantity or whatever. Because I try to keep my average price as low as possible. So I buy like twenty or twenty five at a time, and I'm trying to get to hundred shares so I can do cover calls on it. Since it's a yeah. pharmaceutical company, yeah, that cover call free money. Yeah, yeah, bro. You need hundred shares though. You need hundred shares, but like I say, FTFT is three dollars and eighty one cents right now. Yeah, that's true. But you can get there a hell of a lot quicker and you yeah, don't have you, to really put up no capital. Uh, right. You can get there quicker with three dollars. Hell yeah. Than 300. Where yeah. I'm at with square right now. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know how I'm gonna get to uh, hundred shares. <laughs> Man, hey, you want a hundred shares of square so bad. I'm gonna buy the dip, baby. That thing gonna be there, and I'm buying. Man. And they always dip, and you buy always, and buy the dip. Don't buy at the high. That's why you gotta look at that fifty-two week high. If it's anywhere near the fifty-two week high, do not buy it. Just let it, let it let do it, its thing. Let it do its thing. Don't buy that because it's gonna stop, and then you're gonna be stuck holding a bag because you're gonna wish, or you're gonna <laughs> sell, and you're gonna wish that you'd have never bought it. Like, just don't do it. Just don't do it. Mm-mm. There we go. So I think you want to do the uh do you want to do the, the Robin Hood thing right now? Um, no, I told him, I told him call me. Oh, you told just call you, you don't even yeah, pay to do yeah, no. It's I'll too like, simple. Nah, got, so, yeah, it's too simple. They got too many, they got so many videos on like it's it's too simple. I was like, bro, I'll just call simple. me. I'm, I'm gonna tell you how to do it. Gotcha. So all right. So at this point, I do want to give some tips to anybody out there that's thinking about opening up a brokerage with Robinhood, um, Webull, and even Think or Swim. Brent, you could talk more about Think or Swim if you have any tips about Think or Swim. Read the fine print <laughs> on all of the brokerage accounts. Read the fine print. Read the fine print. Yeah, I don't fool with Robinhood. I have like an account with Robinhood. I have like. I've bought a hundred some shares of multiple uh, companies in Robinhood, but me myself, I have a personal issue with Robinhood <laughs> based on some GameStop AMC stuff. 
<laughs> when I bought in and I was up, they they just killed it and made everybody sell off, which like took my, I still made money, but I could have made more and it they kind of like screwed me. So anything I had, like if I had cash in Robinhood, I took, I think I took like 800 out. And I put it somewhere else. I'm like, man, I'm taking all this cash. I just sold some stuff for and I'm taking it out, put it somewhere else. Damn. So, so I just got the shares just sitting in there now. Oh, you're not even touching it. Don't care. I, got I don't you. even want to go through that hassle because, okay, so when you have a brokerage account, we got multiple of them and you're trying to move your shares and things, it, it, it's a process. You can't just go to Robin Hood like, hey, Robin Hood, I need you to send my shares to TD. It's a whole bunch of- It ain't worth stuff. the headache. It ain't even worth the headache. Not not with a portfolio with, I think I got about 10, 10 different companies in. Now, if you got a big portfolio, like 20 to 50 shares, like 250 different companies, then, you may want to just like move a couple at a time or, or, or you can pretty much, you probably able to wait, mm-hmm. you know, but it take time. Like it takes gotcha. too much time for me. I don't feel like dealing with it. Gotcha. Gotcha. So for me, I would say if you are starting up on Robinhood, just be aware about the um, day trading rules. It's easy for you to hop in. Oh, yeah. uh, buy some, buy some, buy a couple of shares. <laughs> stuff go up and be like, "Oh, I'm about to cash out, boy." It's easy to do that, but you can only day trade three times in a five day period on Robinhood. If you do a fourth, they will mark you as a pattern day trader. PDT, you gonna be smoked. Yeah, they gonna send you like a like a alert and say they may lock your account. I think TD lock your account for. I think three months. Yeah, 90, 90 days. days. It's 90 days. So, and that's if you, on TD, that's if you got a margin account. If you play with your own cash, they don't do that. You nah. can like kind of, kind of wave the PDT. You, they, let, they let you play with your own cash. But if you got a margin account, pretty, pretty much, which is a credit given to you by the brokerage, you going to play, you playing with their money now. So they're not going to allow you to, to make, Dumbass trades all day. <laughs> with their money. Ain't happy. With their money. They're they going to give you, I think, I think it's up front 25 grand. Yeah. They give you. And they're going to let you trade with that. But they're not going to let you just blow 25 grand, which is easy. Especially if you're playing options, it's easy to blow 25 grand. Bro, if you don't know what you're doing, easy to blow 25. I don't see how people be like, oh, I don't have 25 grand. So I'm going to borrow 25 grand. From the bank, from, they, from the broker. They're not just going to give it to anybody, though. They, they background check you and everything. True. They, like, they check your credit. You got messed up credit. You're not getting no margin account, probably. Cool. I could pretty much guarantee. Probably not going to give 25 grand somebody with bad credit. I'm just saying. I'm just guessing. I, I mean, if I wouldn't give somebody 25 grand with bad credit. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I'm just, I'm just, That's I'm just, real. That's I mean, real. I'm pretty sure this company ain't about to loan you 25 grand you playing around with. Bruh. God, dog. But yeah, man. So that's really that's really all the tips I got. Also, like on Webull, pretty much the same thing. Um, you know, Webull actually give you a, a good faith, a good value faith um mark or whatever. You get two it, of those. They, uh, yeah, they give you they wave it. Yeah, they wave it. Yeah. So, but again, if you have a cash account, it don't matter. 
you can, you know, they trade your options as long as you got the capital to put up. Mm-hmm. Yep. The, the TD, do the margins, Robinhood, 25 grand on Robinhood to do it. Mm-hmm. Most of it, that's like the mark, 25,000. Yep. If you, if you had 25,000, let you pretty much do what you want. Because they figure you know what you're doing. Gotcha. But, and it's it's twenty five thousand exactly. If your if your portfolio go below twenty five thousand, they will you back to PDT. Yep, they gonna hit back you with it. They gonna hit you with the the PDT ninety. They gonna lock your account in ninety days. You won't be able to do nothing. You, you be able to look at it. That's yep. about it. Also, just try not to over leverage yourself. If you got a thousand dollars in your account and you want to start day trading oh. options. And you yeah, don't, don't know don't what you're doing. Tesla for seven fifty. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Don't don't over leverage yourself. I like to trade with twenty percent. Yeah, I do anywhere from twenty five to thirty percent because yeah, I'm trying to get a decent more uh, return on my investment right now. But I'm being smart about it. All right, you don't want to just throw. Don't just throw your money in the wind. You could no. you could waste your money doing something else. Exactly. You can just set it on fire. You're going to be more yeah. efficient. Throw in a trash can if you want. Good. Give it to the uh, person you see at the red light on the corner. It's going to cause you less pain and agony. I can tell you that much. Yeah, it, it's going to feel better when you give it to that person on the corner. <laughs> 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 For real, that person sitting under the bridge, man. Look, get them that 20. Don't, don't go do, don't go sit on uh, Robin Hood just throwing your money in a trash can. Not at all. Mm-hmm. Man. Yeah. So, Brent, you got anything else you want to share? Uh, Nah, man, I'm gonna let you go ahead and uh, take 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 the people to crypto, man. Ah, you gonna let me take the people to crypto? Hey, take, gotcha. the, take the people to crypto. Gotcha, man. gotcha. So, I just want to talk about Dogecoin today, bro. Where my dogs at? Okay, where are my dogs, bro? Dog. I've been sitting in Dogecoin for a minute. RIPX, where the dogs at? Oh yeah, RIPX, bro. Where the dogs at, bro? Dogecoin is rallying. I don't know why. I don't know why what's going on, but it is rallying. Um, you know, I don't know. I don't know what it is. Man, like when it when it was going up over the weekend, I was like, man, you know, we, I know we got Coinbase coming up this week. And then early this week, it rallied again. I was like, maybe we're going to stop at like a dime. Then we got to 12 cents. And then today we got all the way up almost to 20 cents. And I was like, what the hell is going on? You know, probably, probably uh, Elon. I know yesterday, uh, Elon Musk said something about it. And then I know, like, the Mavericks came out and said, you know, you could buy something on like merchandise using Dogecoin or whatever. Dude, I don't know. This is crazy, bro. This is crazy. But I'm still surprised that Doge. The only thing is, like, Doge really is technically a joke. It started out as a joke. People call it a shit coin. Yeah, it's just yeah. what they call it, you know? Yeah, they call it. But you put your money in it, hopefully it'll spit something out good for you. Um, like I said, I started out with fifty dollars. I put fifty dollars in in a Doge last February, and I got like thirty thousand shares or whatever. That's ridiculous. Ran up, sold off some, kept like twelve hundred, and now it ran up again, and I'm just sitting on it chilling. So yeah, I mean, let's say you was in it before the hype, anyway. Exactly. Exactly. Uh, don't chase hype either. Like, give, you, yeah, you give him your speech on hype, Brent. Give him your speech on hype. <laughs> oh, man, you could get burned chasing hype. Like, like for instance, Coinbase yesterday. Like, you getting in when the big dogs getting in. They drop. Mm-hmm. Like, we 
retail investors, us people, that's they call us. Retail. We, we don't drive the market. Like when you see them prices moving up and stuff, don't be a dumbass and think that you sitting on your phone is helping to drive the price up. Those are institutions buying big dog shit, pushing the price up and pushing it down. So they drove the price up yesterday. Man, I saw somebody on Twitter say they bought, um, man, they bought Coinbase at like three ninety or something. I what? was like, oh my god! Oh, I know they sick today. Oh, boy! I hope he ain't selling. He should just sat on. At that point, if you ain't make no money yesterday off the off the off the gate, like out the gate, just sit on it. Just Screw sit on it. Cause you never with shares. You can always remember that you never lose until you sell. Yep, that's true. That's you never fact. lost until you sell. No matter how much that price fluctuate, you only take a L when you sell it. Mm-hmm. Once you once you sell it, then you you take a L. Your your initial investment is gone. Whatever. Yeah, you you like, pretty much lose your position. Yeah, you lose your position. You get pretty much you got shook out by the whales. That's what they call her. <laughs> the uh the hedge funds and like you got shook out like and they drop the prices and shake you out that's what like, that's what go on like watching this like this as much as i do you when these prices dip when they dip hard the 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 hedge funds want a better price so they're gonna sell off from the top and pick it up from the bottom while you get caught holding the bag think something else gonna happen mm-hmm. don't be don't be one of those people getting caught holding the bag and reading comments and listening to random people that don't know you on the internet telling you hold the bag and hold all this other BS. Just don't do it. Don't don't read the comments on Webull. Don't go on Wall Street bets and read those comments. Don't even Wall Street bets. Like bets keyword. That's it. Like it ain't a bet. Like these people who making this money out here, they doing analysis like technical. This is technical work. Yep. And they not betting on anything. Them boys playing digital poker. I promise yeah, you. They know exactly what's going on. They're not just throwing their money in the wind. Like I said, you just go to a strip club or something with the money if you're gonna do that. You could bless a stripper, bro. Something you're gonna appreciate something. it. Like, help, help, one of, help one of them young ladies get through school or something, whatever they right. doing there. They <laughs> might want to buy a big rig or something. I don't know. But you might <laughs> shit, you might want to throw your money out there and do something else from my stock market. Not for you. You just mm-hmm. want to throw it, throw it wherever. Because when I saw that dude say he bought it at three nine dollars, like you fool. Mm-hmm. A lot of IPO IPOs, I feel like not for retail. I just feel that way. Like it's Unless not for because we can't because we can't catch the good price. Some instances you, know you I mean? can. In some instances you can't. Like I don't know I how I don't know how we both do it, but you can get in a couple uh, IPOs before they go public on Webull, mm-hmm. which is pretty dope. Okay. Yeah, that's nice. Yeah, that's a nice feature. But you got yeah, definitely. A lot of brokers team. don't do that. No. They don't let you do that. You're not gonna get in at like the price. You damn sure ain't getting in the price that the hedge funds are getting in. They the invest the initial investors are getting in at a share price that you probably will never see. <laughs> like for real. For real, bro. Yeah, man. Yep. Don't don't get caught chasing. That's that's a lesson we can all. We can all learn from shoot. Because I didn't jump in something chasing. I ain't lose on it though, but it was stupid. 
Like, wow, <laughs> I got in like like that circle. I forget which one. I think it was Jim. I got in twice, and I was like, damn, so I'm gonna just jump in there and ain't even really go that high up from my initial point. My 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 uh, price target that I got in, and I might have made like thirty dollars. I was like, that point is. So you was like, I'm gonna get right back in. Yeah, got back in, made that jump back out. Every time I chase, I lose. Every time. See, you the lesson learned. Oh yeah, so I, I it don't even pay for me to chase no more. Palantir and taught me that multiple times. It's just it's just too so. stressful to chase because you don't know what's about to happen. I didn't see the stock run up. What stock we were watching? Um, was that, that Nvidia? Yesterday? Was that Boeing? Right. They, yes, um, it was Boeing. Came out. It was. And they showed how many planes they sold or made or something like that. Man, Boeing was running, boy, for boy, three boy. minutes. And that was it. That was it. Tank that thing tank, like it went up, and then then I think it went below its initial run up price. Yeah, see what I'm saying? Like, thank God I didn't get in it. Because nine times out of ten, if we'd have got in, it would have been at the top already. Just like that. Like Tesla the other day, we both should have gotten that, but that just looked weird. Yeah, that didn't make no sense. How how you how you go up $65, $70 in one day? And then it dropped right back down too. Yep. It lost like everything it gained. Like it lost. In one day. And remember this, them prices gonna drop faster than they go up. Hell yeah. That's big facts. <sighs> them prices will drop fast before they go up. Like you think the price going up fast? It's not. No. Wait till you watch it drop. Wait, wait till you watch it tank. Now that's fast. Where it's easier to shake you out your position. Hell yeah. You got to think of it like this. It's easier to throw a ball down a mountain than push it up the mountain. Period. Yes. That's just just how it is. (laughs) You call it ball, rock, whatever you want to call it. It's easier going down than up. Beach ball. (laughs) You ain't got to put no effort in throwing beach ball down a mountain. Nope. Not at all. Mm -hmm. Yeah, but but tell tell me what you uh looking to do tomorrow? What you watching tomorrow? Are you going to just do the scanner in the morning? We both we both run a scanner in the morning. We both like have a scan. We're gonna have to talk about that one episode. Let y'all know how we set up our scanner to run in the morning. Pick a couple stocks. Yeah, we could probably do the scanner tomorrow. Matter of fact, we can. I'm probably gonna run that scanner in the morning. I don't run it every morning. I like to do like a watch list on Sunday Mm -hmm. or at night. So we, I can't really tell you what's on my watch list right now because I ain't gonna look at new chart. Right, you're not gonna you ain't gonna look at it till tomorrow morning. Yeah, look, and you got enough time in the morning to to look at a couple of charts, especially ones that you like. I I feel that most traders who are successful, these these ladies and gentlemen, are trading the same stocks. They know these stocks like the back of their hand, like their house. I could probably walk around my house with my outfit and not hit nothing. That's that's how they know the stock. That's how well they know the stock. So they play the same stock up and down, calls and puts. So that's how they keep winning. I see you right there. Nice little plug. That, yeah, that's that. That's, that's how they keep winning. Like like that girl I keep referencing on YouTube, she she plays the same stock. I follow Damn. her on Instagram. She plays the same stock. Same stock. She, she stay lists, messing with you know? Tesla. Bro, so I think Tesla, like, I think she got something going on with Tesla. 
she know Tesla, bro. She do. She played Tesla, Nvidia, AMD. She played big dog, uh, uh, Facebook. Uh, you know all the social media platforms. That's but that's smart though. Like if you think about it, that's real smart because yeah, it is real smart. You only she got like a handful that. to go chart in the morning, and you mm-hmm. can flip through them real quick to see which one boom and which one not. No, and she know like she know not she know like their activity. Mm-hmm. If something crazy happened one day. That was just an anomaly. That's just something that just that was just an outlier of the day. Like that day in video shot up during lunch. Yeah, that was an outlier. That never, that usually never at lunchtime, Eastern Standard Time, New York. New York pretty much run run the stocks, really, pretty much. Mm-hmm. Whatever they doing, everybody else follow. So whatever going on the East Coast, us in Central Time, we're going to feel it in West. Like, this is how it trickle down. But yeah, that NVIDIA thing, that... That was something that never, I was like, y'all never see runs at 11 o'clock. Hell no. And I wanted to get in, boy, but I was like, this is some risky business. Jumping, jumping out the gym. Jumping off the chart. That, my, that shit moved my chart up. <laughs> <laughs> I had it zoomed in. It moved the chart up. Oh, Damn. Wow. I couldn't believe it went up that high. It went, it cooled down, but like the, uh, like it ain't left out of my my chart. Like um, all of my my price targets. Yeah, you had you ain't had no boundaries. It exceeded it. It had exceeded it. Like and it still has exceeded. Like I don't know where the ceiling is. I think it's at six twenty five. It's been like this the entire time. Like you know what I mean, like that. So I think it's at six twenty five. That's what it looked like today. Today. Hmm. Yeah. 625. It bounced off 625. Let's see what it do tomorrow. So I gotta be yeah, honest. Stop. Analysts got that rated at 800 That's insane. So, yeah. so tomorrow I'm watching Tesla for sure. Um, but most importantly, like I say, tomorrow I gotta make sure that the strategy that, that you told me about, the one that I was watching, I'm going, you know, hop in the market, see. If it follows or, you know, how many times is, is accurate versus, you know, a win versus a loss, seeing if that works good for me. <clears throat> and then that's something that I'll build on for Monday. I may get in something tomorrow, probably end of the day, because I like to swing the, the big boys over the weekend. Because usually on Mondays, they kind of rally. So uh, Tesla for sure. I'm looking at Facebook. <clears throat> Excuse me. I'm looking at Facebook. Hopefully that one can get to 310 plus. Um, Snap, because Snap's been jumping off the charts for some weird reason, except for the day why. that I bought them. Ah. Every other day, Snap It'd been be going like up. That. The day that I bought them, they dip. Some food. Yeah, like that that didn't happen to me with like Johnson and Johnson. I, I ain't touching Johnson. them right now. Them are five. Oh, no, no, no. Oh, no, no. This was before the oh 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 oh. oh. This was before the vaccines, though. <laughs> I was about to say. Yeah, this was before they uh got the FDA approved because yeah, they <clears throat> yeah they, 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 they getting clown right now. Yeah, bro. I I don't know. So they in the news for all the wrong reasons. <laughs> all the wrong, and then today Pfizer. I don't know how this is gonna affect Pfizer tomorrow, but. Their CEO came out and said that you may need like a, a booster shot 
to your COVID vaccine after 12 I months. That. I figured that, bro. Mm-hmm. I figured, figured you're so. going to need some. That's going, man, I don't care what nobody says. It sucks, but they're going to start to force people to uh to take that shit for one. And the way they're going to do it is they're going to say you need it for work. It's going to be like TV. Yeah. They're going to even do it to the kids. You remember why you need a TV uh, to go to school and stuff? Yep. Yeah, that's how that's that's what I think. That's how they're gonna do it. And the crazy thing is, like, which is at, fucked up. At first, when I heard the news, I was like, "Man, Pfizer might drop tomorrow." But then I thought about it. I was like, "Wait, if people gotta keep taking the vaccine, I mean, they gotta keep producing it, and somebody they, gotta they, buy it." They're not making a big. They're not making. <clears throat> that's why they stock still trending like like nothing happening. They're not making a lot of money off that. But they probably getting like massive tax cuts or whatever. It's yeah, probably exactly. expensive as hell to make. Yeah, they probably traded um like the revenue for the tax breaks. Like, look, we'll make this shit for free if y'all just give us some tax. <laughs> we need uh, we need that Amazon tax break. That no tax. That no tax. Yeah, that clown out there trying to uh tell people he ain't tripping on paying tax. Man, please. I wouldn't be tripping either if I ain't paid none. Man, listen, bro. That dude, look, look, I respect the hell out of him. He self-made like a motherfucker. Mm-hmm. He is. He like, I can't be mad at him, but, oh, you literally worth about a trillion dollars. If you want to include your asset, like, you include, like, like his whole. And this is post-divorce. Yeah. like Post-divorce. Yeah, read up on that money. Yeah. The money he gets is X. That was chump change. He but, ain't care. He wasn't tripping. He said, go ahead. Go ahead, baby. I don't need you. <laughs> I don't need it. Go ahead. Take it. But, you know, shit changed. But you can see how... I, I read about that dude. I listened to, like, some uh, other things about him. He really came up. Dude been working on Amazon since the 90s. Damn. Man, he was really up in his garage, bro. With just old books. Actually, he started off as like a, a book company. He would just ship books yeah. all across oh, the world. I remember getting books from that company. That's wild. I remember, bro, getting the most dingy-ass books, but I wasn't tripping. I wasn't paying for a price. It's yeah. crazy how, like, an idea can evolve over time into something that's, like, yeah. massive. Yeah, bro. Don't share ideas with people don't have no big, mm-hmm. uh, no big brain, man. You're right. That's a fast way to kill a good idea, boy. Yep. Somebody don't have no vision, man. Yep. Yeah, he, yeah. I, the craziest thing, I, I tell you a random uh thing I ever heard of a billionaire. What? I just say random, most random thing I heard that Amazon is interested in is that they I didn't know you could even do this. It's some rich people shit, some some billionaire company type. Uh they bought airspace they bought airspace yeah they bought airspace for like for aerial distribution centers around the country wait a minute so when the drone players in yeah i know yeah i know when the drone players like a big deal when drones are delivering to your house Mm -hmm. they'll come from this thing in the sky like this distribution center up in the sky just floating around the sky and then just drop on your door instead of you waiting days you only wait minutes nah dude that is wild 
Bro, I was like, no way. No, no way. I mean, all right, it's going to take one box to fall from out of the sky and kill somebody. Not only that, the distribution center is in the sky. Hell no. The only way I could see them allowing something crazy like that to happen, one, how would you, uh, like, get it to stay up there for one? Like, there's a bunch of questions I got into how it even works. But they would have to probably buy a bunch of land to put it above that land. But to even be possible. That don't sound too crazy. That don't sound too crazy because, like, there is a thing, like, so where your home is, you own the property, but there's like a certain footage above your house that you don't own. Yeah. So that's crazy. Oh yeah, it's nuts, man. I was like, I was like, what? Like, I forget the name of that podcast. It was the same podcast I listened to was about Netflix. It was about that. Talking about Netflix. How they like blockbuster and they like drown blockbuster and blockbuster fuck themselves and stuff like that. It was a good podcast. I remember you was telling me that Netflix had offered to buy blockbuster. Yeah, something like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Oh, look. Your mic. Your mic cutting up again. You might have to. uh. They're straight. Oh, yeah, we good. Yeah, and it was trying to. It's, I, I know. I tell y'all the podcast is called Land of the Giant. That's the name of it. If you want to listen to it, it's a good listen. If you're into that type of crap, but like I am, I'm just into weird stuff like that. But it's a good podcast. Land of the Giants. Yeah, Land of the Giants. I'm not even gonna stun. The only other podcast I really listen to is Joe Rogan, because he be so <laughs> random, bro. Like yeah, I love yeah, that. The most random podcast. Yeah, he does. I love it. Yeah, it has I no niche. To, yeah, I listen to him. I like, I like the, uh, the Breakfast Club. I be telling my wife I'm gonna be on that one day. <laughs> <laughs> I listen to Breakfast Club. I listen to Earn Your Leisure. Yeah, yeah, I listen to Earn Your Leisure too. I listen. I, I hate to say I, I don't like the only one I listen to is Joe Rogan, but like I watch the the podcast for Earn Your Leisure. Real. Oh, on YouTube. Oh yeah. Yeah, yeah. That's one of the best podcasts out there. Hell yeah. It is. I mean, it's supposed to be for like for for black viewers. I mm-hmm. think about information and things like that. Thank I mean I watch Trevor Noah. I like to laugh at stuff. Yeah. And, and that's about it. I don't really have too many other podcasts I listen to. Any books you're reading right now that you that you would suggest or any book that, that you have that, read that you would suggest? That has something to do with stocks? Anything. Mindset. Um, don't business. even matter. Yeah um um What's the one? Uh, oh, one thing. And it talks about like pretty much um, concentrating on one thing. Like how, think about how great you'd be if you could concentrate on doing one thing and being great at that one thing. And not trying to do, like it's cool to do uh, a bunch of things at once, mm-hmm. but Think about how good you'd be if you could just master one thing. But, you know, I think a lot of the most successful people are the people that master establishing themselves in one area first. 
first. And then they branch out. Yeah. That's a book about. Once you've mastered one thing, now you can move on. Yep. It even like getting to like the psychology of the brain, like how the brain works and how it's able to multitask when it's but when you're able to concentrate on one thing, that's when you're at your ultimate like cerebral thought you able to like really dive in heavy and i can tell y'all right now i need to read that damn book i need it one thing yeah i need to read that book i might get it on uh i probably got it on like the kindle app or something i'll be able to get it yeah i probably better get that book on the kindle app um the one book that I got that I would recommend would be Think and Grow Rich by Napoleon Hill. Oh, That's yeah, a great yeah, book. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Love that book. Uh, read it twice uh, since I bought it. Yeah, I got that. Oh, you got Think and Grow Rich too? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I got yeah, that. bro. <laughs> man, you got to change your mindset, bro. You got you to start thinking. Man, look, you want to – I feel like if you want to be, like, real successful in something, you got to start thinking like the people who are successful. Mm-hmm. Like, whoever that may be. It could be your mom, your dad, or, you know anyone but most successful people have a book they got a book <laughs> yep got a book like another book i want to read is the nike guy really yeah i want to read about yeah. nike is an interesting company man i read a 50 cent book get rich or die trying oh you're talking about the 50th law i read that one too it's one of my favorite books boy the 50th law is one of the best books. That book was so cold, bro. If you lacking some type of confidence, read that book. If you like, if you feel like you 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 want to do something, you feel like you got some greatness in you, and you every time you want to do it, you just keep falling back on it. Like, nah, I don't do it. Nah, I can't do it. But 50 Cent book is a good book. Yep. Even the um, Jay Prince book. Yeah, it's, it's uh written by the same guy who wrote the 50, 50 Laws of Power or something. Mm, the 48 Laws of Power. 48 Laws of Power. Mm-hmm. That, that guy. Yeah, he wrote that book with 50 Cent. Bro, that's, that's, some great, that's some great books. That's some nuggets for y'all. If y'all haven't checked out those books, definitely, definitely, definitely yeah. check them out. Or get the audio book for them if you don't want to read. Yeah, if you don't want to read, you riding in the car, man. Sometimes you don't want to listen to music, man. Mm-hmm. Listen to a book and just there try to help try to help elevate yourself, you know. Yep. And I, and I really don't like to read if I can't like if it ain't something I feel like that could help me um like be be better than what I am today. You know what I'm saying? That's real. Me, I, I prefer audiobooks because I like multitasking. It's hard for me to that's why I say I gotta read that book do one thing or whatever or one thing yeah, one thing because it's yeah, hard for me to do one thing yeah. like just sit there and yeah, read some people yeah some people like like to do like like to do multiple things like my wife is a beast at doing multiple things at once mm-hmm. like she she could read a book type of paper and probably watch tv at one time damn you know I mean? it's kind of weird but i'm not like that i have like if i'm reading leave me alone like i gotta read you know what i mean like I can't read with commotion. Right. I'm dyslexic, so like I need quiet. I mean, shh. Need peace. <laughs> I'm re- I'm reading. <laughs> yeah, like I only like to read things like that. 
it's hard for me to read like fantasy books. Nah, I don't get nothing out of them. That means I need nonfiction don't books. Don't think about nothing. Yeah, I need nonfiction. I, I like watching fictional movies, but yeah. I need nonfiction books. Yeah. I need to. I like read uh, most of the books. I like to read are about people. Yeah, I like reading about people with some strangers. That's a good book Everybody too. That's 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 a great, not a good book, but that's a great uh genre of books to get into. Oh, you know another book I read that was real good that made me notice certain things about myself was um, what? A Charlemagne book. Oh, uh, what's the name of that book? Oh, I know which one you're talking Black about too. Yeah, book. Black Privilege. It's not Black Privilege. The other book. Oh, it's not Black Privilege. Ah, uh, that's the other book he had. Um, shook one. Mm. Anxiety playing tricks on. Yeah, that's a good that's, book. That's a good book. About to check that out. Surprise! Like I thought, you know, him being who he is, his books are very good. Damn! Don't don't judge a book by its cover. By its cover. Okay. Big facts. I'm gonna have to get that. I'm gonna have to get that on audio book. When he first said he was writing a book, I was like, man, Charlie, man, you were writing a book. <laughs> But nah, nah, nah. It's, it's, nah it's, it's a book. It's good. It ain't no bullshit book. Nah, it's real. Yeah. Good, good, good. I liked it. But yeah, man. Anything else you want to uh, add to the, to the podcast? Nah, that's all I got today. Actually, my children in the living room right now tripping. <laughs> I got to go check on them. <laughs> no. You know what I mean? That's all, all I got for y'all today. Yeah. Yeah. That's it. That's all I got. But um, just put 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 it out there on Monday. We're gonna have uh, it's gonna be Crypto Monday. I'm gonna have we're gonna have a guest come in and talk about talk about crypto. Yes, and sir. He's uh, heavily invested in crypto. He know a lot about crypto. He's been like dealing with crypto for a while, so it ain't it ain't just somebody I talk to about crypto. Like, I like it. I can't wait. What's his name? His name is James Oliver. He's an attorney. James Oliver, attorney James Oliver, will be yeah, in the building. Yeah, it'll be on Monday. So, if y'all want to learn about crypto, if y'all got any questions about crypto, uh, put it in the comments on YouTube or um, DM our our Instagram page. If y'all have any questions, anything you want to know about crypto, pretty sure we get those answers to y'all. There we go. You heard it here first. Monday, Crypto Mondays. We're going to have attorney James Oliver in the building. So we're going to be doing. If y'all got any questions, like Brent say, drop them in the comment section or hit us up on uh, in the DMs on Instagram. Yes, yes. yes yep. sir. Hope y'all hope y'all have a great rest of y'all day. Catch y'all tomorrow. I'm out of here. About the peace. <laughs>